Welcome to Revival is Here Again with Apostle Goodhart. God is about to speak directly to you as this message is guaranteed to impact your life. As you listen today, expect that God's Word has been sent in your direction to bring about revival, healing, restoration, and transformation. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me to receive God's Word through His choice vessel, Apostle Goodheart O. Equeme. If you're clapping, clap properly for Jesus. And just in case you're wondering, how will God do it in two months? <laughs> this wonder matter. I go be. Only to remain August. You said, I wonder. Well, we can turn the fulcrum today with our prayer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, as I sat there, the Lord began to comfort me on particular things about you and about me. He began to let me know by way of a reminder that it's a system in God that he brings about restoration. So I don't know what happened in 10 months by way of loss. Lost near, lost opportunities, lost open doors, lost networks, alliance, alignment, whatever they are. There is a method, there is a system in God of recovery. That I will restore to you that which the tanker was, the locust, the caterpillar, and the palmer worm devour. So they've done their harm already, but I can recover it all. There is a recovery of health this morning. There is a recovery of somebody's job salvation. There is recovery of somebody's lost friends. Guess what? There's somebody who lost a missing accent. Get ready for recovery. That means you're coming back to the cutting edge of visions and dreams and prophecies. I don't know who I'm speaking to, but this morning, as we switch the gear to praise, get ready for recovery. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 30. My assignment is very brief. Few minutes, I'm out of your face. And house of Judah will come up and release the new sound of worship in the nation. <laughs> Many months ago, the Lord spoke prophetically that a new sound will come from here and it will be a blessing to the nation. Well, I'm glad to let you know the first phase of the new sound has begun to be released. And this morning, you and I will be a first partaker. Uh, your amen sounds questionable. Your amen is a revival fire. Got a big amen. You give me free fire baptized, hallelujah.
carry them. I said it's a way of recovery. I said it. It begins with gratitude, thanksgiving, and praise. And he will multiply. Hallelujah. And I will multiply them, and they shall not be seen. I will also glorify them, and they shall not be small. Some hundred fortified. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Into his court with praise. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. And his truth endureth to all generations. For the time number three, I've got thanksgiving on my mind. For the friendship of blessing, the reading of your holy word, I beseech you once more to take a call of fire from the altar of heaven and on the lips of the tongues of clay. On this seventh son of yours, at this hour I'll bring your people your word, your counsel. Move every man, boy, girl in this room and those who are lost on across the nation. From where we are to where you reserved for us in the place called destiny. We vow to give it a praise and the glory and the honor in Jesus. In the church name we pray. Somebody shout a big amen. Tell your neighbor, I'll jump thanksgiving on my mind. I really do. Dearly beloved, as I mentioned moments ago, today is our end of month Thanksgiving service. God has been indeed good, kind, gracious to us as a family of faith. Look around our lives, individually, corporately, as a nation, as a people. We see that in spite of a difficult, challenging economy, nation, our God has shown himself strong and mighty on our behalf. We can thank him enough for every meal upon our table, every clean glass of water, for the shelter over our head, for the peace of clothing upon our backs. So many things to thank God for that we're still standing in the game of life. Once again, this service gives us the opportunity to pause and to ponder and to remind ourselves of the mighty deeds of God, not only in the month of October, but also in the 10 months of the year 2021. There are those who were born in 10 months. <laughs> Unfortunately, there are those who died in 10 months. There are those who were sick. There are those who recovered. There are those who did not recover. There are those who had all kinds of accidents in the air, on the land, in the sea. But we look at ourselves. We are not in the mortuary. We're in the lost sanctuary. And you see, what you require to praise God, as I've said over again, it's not a message of intention liberty. Not anything at all, but to be alive and well. So this morning, I want you to begin to consider the many things God has done, sometimes beyond the tangible to the intangible. Because oftentimes, the great treasure or the great blessing of God, they are intangible. That you can sleep and wake up, no money in your account, that is a blessing. That you can eat when you desire to eat, and there's food to eat, is a blessing. <laughs> you know, sometimes you're busy blessing God for the food alone, but you forget that it's a blessing to have appetite. In my second school many years ago, King Sally Lagos, we were taught to pray very simple prayer uh, over our meal. Oh Lord, what is it? Yeah, somehow have food. <laughs> were you there? 
Some have food, but they cannot eat. Some, some can eat, but have no food. I mean, it, it seems so simplistic, but pause and ponder. Go to the hospital next door. There are those who are super rich, but have no appetite because of some ailment or some disease. But here you are, you have appetite. Your complaint is that there is no food. Don't you think it's better to have appetite waiting for food than to have food and have no appetite? You must thank God that you are hungry. Thank God that you are malleable. Thank God you have no job but you have a degree. Thank God you are qualified for the list but yet to be lifted. Thank God you're still alive. Hallelujah! Give me free hallelujah if you're glad. Hallelujah. 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 You see, this doesn't make sense to you as long as you are proud and arrogant and you think you've sustained yourself. You think it's your power that helps you to sleep. Then to wake up again so you can brag, am I lying? No, sir. No, sir. The Lord helped me to sleep the Sabbath day. I lay me down. He helped me to sleep. He sustained me. Then He awoke me. All those levels were the hand of God. Number one, to lie down. Some can't lie down. Some are in orthopedic hospital. They're bone suspended. They lie on one side for three months. They can't. So lying down is consecrated. Lying down is a blessing. That you have something to lie down. You call it a mask. You call it a mattress, you call it jacuzzi. Hey, you are lying down on something. There are those who are jacuzzi, they can't lie down. No, they can't. He sustained me, he says, through the night. That he awoke me in the morning. Because he woke up this morning, you have a song in your lips. Can somebody shout, thank you, Jesus? Hallelujah. We want to thank God for the tangible and the intangible. But guess what? It begins with thinking. Oftentimes, there are those who cannot think, they cannot think. And I trust this Sunday morning will begin to think how He's helped us in 10 months so we can give Him qualitative thanksgiving. Beloved, gratitude. Is one of the keys to successful living. Gratitude. 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 God is drawn and God is attracted to a grateful people. God is drawn, like metal to magnet, to a people who are thankful. And on the converse and the reverse, Unfortunately, God is repelled by a people who murmur and complain. The Bible begins to show us in 1 Corinthians 10 by way of a reminder of the nasty habit of the children of Israel. That they were complainers and they were murmurers. And the Bible says God was not well pleased with them. 1 Corinthians 10, 9. Neither let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted and were destroyed of serpents. Neither murmur ye as some of them also murmured and were destroyed of the destroyer. 
murmuring and complaining will keep you behind. Judge Mayer said years ago, those who complain, they remain. Those who, those who backbite, they stay at the back. So here we see, God was not pleased with complainers and murmurers. And you may think that complaining and murmuring is something you're saying, oh God, I'm not happy. I'm not happy with you. God bless me. No, 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 no. As a matter of fact, let me be vulnerable to you. There was a time the Lord sent me quietly. He said, son, you are murmuring. I said, what? You are murmuring. What was it? I wasn't looking at what he has done. I was looking at what in my mind is yet to do. So what you're doing right now, you are murmuring and complaining. So there are times we actually remember, not by voice, but by our thoughts. When you're looking at the year 10 months, and all you see is what God is yet to do, you're possibly complaining and murmuring. But when you begin to articulate one by one what he has done, for 10 months you slept like a dead man, but he woke you up. For 10 months, he put food upon your table. There may be no meat, no chicken, whatever, but he put food on your table. That's why you're still alive. For 10 months, he closed your back. For 10 months, you lay on some kind of something. Mattress, mat, bed. For 10 months, you are not out in the rain. You are under some kind of shelter. You have been squatting with a squatter, but somehow, something covered you. Hey, listen. 10 months, you've got to be grateful. Put on your mother so please, on a day like this, we want to remind ourselves not about what God is about to do, but what God has done in our lives. Standing alive in the game of life. Not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Beloved, hear me and hear me real good. The God you serve is a good God. He's not about to change on you. The God you serve is a faithful God. He's not about to change on you. The God you serve is a liberal and a generous God. He gives liberally. He gives generously. He's not about to change on you. The God you serve is a perfect God. Whatsoever you do with Abide forever. In his own time, he makes all things beautiful. The Bible says in James 417, every good gift. And what? And every what? Perfect gift. They come from who? From God, in whom there is no shadow of talent, nor what? Variableness. So there is a dimension of his blessedness. And carefully, don't miss it now, that is called good. But if you want to move from good to perfect, you must do something. There were ten lepers that appeared before him. They were all healed. They received a good gift. Huh? But only one moved from good to perfect. How? He became bigger. He came back to Jesus. Said, I like the good, but I want more. I want the perfect. And how to get the perfect is to thank you for the good. I like the good of January to October, but I'm saying I want the perfect of November and December. And how to change the game is to thank you for 10 months. 
Are you here? Are you here? The game is about to change. If only you can thank God for ten months of sustenance, ten months of his faithfulness, ten months of his wonder, ten months of his goodness, ten months of his loving kindness. Guess what? November will answer to you perfect. December will answer to you perfect. You can bring the game down at the break of Every good day. And they're going to be perfect. They all come from him. But you must thank him for the good day. So he said, Your faith has made you perfect. Your faith has made you whole. Thank God for healing. But I want more. I want more. Wholeness means everything around you is altogether lovely. Your health is lovely. Your money is lovely. Your home is lovely. Your career is lovely. Your business is lovely. But the key is, thank me for the good. Then I will perfect it. The Sabbath declared in Psalm 34, verse 8. Oh! You know the O. You can tell it's in my German. Oh! That was. Oh! That was. Hey! It's your heart. Oh! Oh! It's my German language. Oh! Eh! Oh! It's my German. Oh! I see that the Lord is good. Rabbit! Have you tasted? January, did you taste? February, did you taste? What about March? What about April? Three, two, tonight, Father, September. Have you tasted your product? Yeah, I'll you. Yeah, In Second Timothy, I believe chapter three. Let me get that right. Yes, 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 yes. Ah, chapter three. Chapter three, verses three to four. Because these are the telltale signs of the end time. And the last day. This is also. All right. But in the last day, so it's three verse one of the commentary. The only time shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own self. They'll be commissioned, they'll be boasters, they'll be proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents. Listen, unthankful. Unthankful. That means unthankful is ranked with covetousness. Being a boaster, being unholy. Let's go to more. The three says, without natural affection. Truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heavy, high minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God. That means all these are on the same platform. So, to be unthankful is that bad? Yes, sir. It is sin to be unthankful. 
The answer to unthankfulness is thankfulness. The remedy for not being grateful is to be grateful. The Lord began to tear my heart in the past few days. God, you know you ought to be more grateful. I said, yes, sir. I agree. I concur. But he doesn't want you to just be grateful on the last Sunday of the month only. No. He wants you and I to begin to train ourselves to make gratitude our lifestyle. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You can win more praising him more. Yeah. David was a classical example of one who won battle at the back of praise. Largely, the psalms we read and enjoy today were personal encounters in his prayer and precepts we read today. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, let all that is within me magnify his holy, forget not his benefits. Because David's time of Corona with his father, we're just enjoying what he was saying with God. Saints, this morning, we're going to ask God for grace as we reach towards the end of the year to become more thankful. As you're more thankful, you become more willing for. Look away from what doesn't seem to be working and look at what is working because many things are working. You're standing alive and well. Some things are working. You see, when you remove your eyes from what is working, you will begin to think. When Peter moved his eyes from Jesus, he began to think. Let's keep our gaze on what is working. Roger, many things are working here. 25 radio stations for how many years? So same is working. Seven towers, basement, eighth floor, tenth floor. It is what? Working. You've been here for four years. Not one time we have enough money to pay for the bill. It is working. Miracles are happening every day here. It is working. People are 50, killing queens, maybe triplets too. It is working. Mature singles, getting married. It is what? Working. Healings on GBPA, left, right, and center. It is working. Preserve you in your going up. Preserve you in your coming. Hey, it is working. Your kids went to school for 10 months. Nobody was hijacked. Nobody's calling for ransom. It is working. We just don't see it working. Take your day. It's working. They are about to release a new sound in the nation to remind us it is. Rather than let's pray for two minutes before I call it again. On your feet. Can we ask the Lord to forgive us in any area of lack of gratitude? Forgive me, Lord. And that's me personally, your pastor, who repented. It's done too much for me. For me not to believe him. Too much, I think too much. Lord, forgive me. Forgive my unbelief here and there. Forgive me. Forgive me. Prophecies everywhere, anyhow. Left, right, and center. Speaking about what God is doing here. How can we see doubt? Oh, there is a king in our midst. It's mighty. Oh, there's a shout of a king in our midst. It's mighty. Father, thank you. Ask forgiveness. I love the better. As you do that now, ask him to clothe you this morning with a garment of praise. Father, help me not to make this praise an activity today, but let it become a beginning of a lifetime. Grant me a heart of thanksgiving. 
the heart of gratitude. That I can thank you in the middle of difficult moments. From today, let men wonder. And if you go through tough times and pray to you, they will know the living God is my God. Ask for that grace. Close me. And mantle me. You are here, not born again. Don't know Jesus Christ. Before we pray, so it can be a full part of it. Ask Jesus to come into your heart and be your Lord and Savior. Lord, invade my spirit. Invade my heart and my soul. Be Lord. Be Lord in me. Be Lord. That my praise will be true. To be acceptable. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we give you the praise. We'll give you the praise. We'll give you the praise. We'll give you the praise. We believe that you have been tremendously blessed by the ministry of Apostle Goodhart Obi Ekweme. It is our conviction that this message has begun a mighty work in your life, and we pray that the grace for prompt obedience to the Word of God will rest upon you. We look forward to hear and celebrate your testimonies with great expectations.